Welcome to the Beyond IPAs podcast, a show where we discuss and learn about quality craft beer in all of its forms. From our home base in southeastern Massachusetts, we explore all the various styles being brought to us by our local brewers and breweries throughout Massachusetts and all of New England. Sit back, crack a brew, and enjoy. Welcome to part three of our series with Kenny Sepkin from Second Wind Brewing. Uh, if you haven't seen the first two episodes, go check those out first. It's probably the best way to do it. But in this third part, we're going to talk about different beer styles that we like to drink and get into the food options that Second Wind is is thinking about and uh, you know, their, their two, two facilities that they're going to have online soon. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. What's your favorite beer to brew? Oh, I, I knew that was coming. All right. And give me two of your uh, favorite, favorite non-second wind beers. Um, the ah. reaction we get <laughs> from Snowbird and Aloha, they're, you know, Snowbird won't be here. People, and that for us is a, so Snowbird, for your listeners, we, we, we have a Belgian wheat beer that I mentioned earlier, Howlin' at the Moon. We designed that recipe for Honey Bell Tangelos. Hans's uh, mom and sister lived down Fort Myers. They would get us some Indian River, you know, beautiful fresh citrus. Honey, t- Honey Bell Tangelos are only harvested in January, early February. So his sister sent him some, and we used those, and the zest from them was so gorgeous that that's what we designed Howlin' at the Moon to be. But you can't brew Howlin' at the Moon in August with Honey Bell Tangelos. So... The fruit, the citrus rotates on the beer based on what's in season, but when we brew it in the winter, we get the Honeyville Tangelos, and the first time we brewed it on, you know, seven barrels, we're like, what do we do with all this leftover fruit? We just, all we did was take the zest. So we make an annual order down to this farm down in Florida, Sun Harvest Citrus um, in Indian River, and they send us up massive amount of these tangelos and and we said let's puree them and put them in a beer so so snowbird gets its name from just like it sounds in florida in in the winter we must have held on to the fruit long enough the first when we opened the tap room i thought we would be open months in advance and we ended up not opening till may 11th in 2018 but snowbird was available earlier than that and we had we had an art week event on may 1st so the first people who, who signed up for this come paint a beer mug. Anywhere you see inebriate doing a beer mug painting, the first event they did was on May 1st, 2018 at our, our brewery. It was uh, 10 days before we, we opened. Anyone who came to that event got snowbird. We created this beer. It did really, really well. Baby. It's been on untapped now for three seasons. It's still a Ford to something. Honeybell Tangelo Puree pureed by hand. It's tremendous. It's so good. Um, it's so good. Uh, Madagar- Madagascar bourbon vanilla beans and citra. I want to say it's citra and azaka. And that's, that's the one thing. It is, like, it is azaka. Give me enough time. I can name the, the hop you got it once. Azaka. So, so getting back to what I said before, we're not a beer. <laughs> I might be able to do it too. <laughs> for can releases, you. we're trying to build that now. I think we're this is we're coming out of this now with that. And when we put out Snowbird this year, we had a line out front, we had a line going out to Howland Street, and we're like, okay, there. 
like this is this is resonating with people that this is something they want and they want to line up for. So um, Aloha is kind of the same way. We've we, we do it a couple times a year. We did it in January and then again in May last year. We did it end of the year last year. We actually sent some down to beer festival in Miami in, in January this year. So that's that's a very very long answer to your first part of your question. The two beers that I like that aren't second wind win beers, I. We'll start by categorizing that there are no favorite beers in my like I, I, I was like these guys are obviously gonna ask me what's my favorite beer. I always think like I can go back to my you know five years ago it would have been Duchess. Like I love I love Duchess. I love sour. I love like the more vinegary the better. I love my final beer on the New World Tavern. Tavern carried it on fucking was fleek the all the time. Saint Louis Goose. Like I I love I love sour beers. Oh, fond tradition. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's Uber. That's an Uber beer. So we sell that fucking shit. We sell it cakes and more. I love that. I love uh, St. Louis Goose to this day. But if I, if wow. I think like fuck yeah, fuck yeah. To tell to tell to tell a secret, I drink because I drink a ton of local South Shore beer. We go to meetings, we share beer. I bring it back. Like go. obviously, um, no one's going to afford. I'm headed to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. World class porter. Mayflower porter. Same Mayflower porter. I, I love I, Mayflower. I drink a lot. Like when I go home after oh, a day God. of the Steinberg's tasting and thinking about beer, I, I drink beer. a ton of. I, I'm either a margarita, a old fashioned, man. I like that. That's my go-to. So, in the South Shore oh, beer boys. world, where everybody's putting out a new beer every week, like it's hard to pick a favorite. You know. I'm drinking. I just finished the Drowning and Drip, the Irish Whisper. I'm drinking Ecstasy right yeah. now. Like these are great beers available. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, so it's yeah. funny too because I because I think the guys at Stellwagen too. Like Ooh. the one they just came out with. It, I, 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 Warren is nuts. We were talking about that he would, like, yeah. that Warren is. That is a next level. Awesome. Well, you know what's funny? It's you know Brian Shockwave. Right? Shockwave. <laughs> Boys don't cry. Like then all of a sudden that's my boat came out and I'm like, Oh, that's my new favorite from Selwagon. And then all of a sudden, like they always have my new favorite. Like it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. They just, they just, they're just hitting strides left and right. So it's funny. Ken, Kenny, just to go back a little bit, because you, you touched on something that I, I, I found interesting and I'm curious to know as far as brewing goes, right. You, I always, I always hear that IPAs are easy to brew, but that, yeah, that's what obviously what's selling, right. And the haze, like, you can mask things, you can hide things, the adjuncts, all that's good stuff, right? So what is the most challenging beer style to brew or, or from a brewing perspective? So I'll, I'll start by not, saying you mentioned I don't what, think what beers you like, but what IPAs is the not, I, brew style, the, the beer style that you like to brew? People are brewing in, in a fairly, unchar- not uncharted, but unrestrained yeah, good point. Good, good. It can be clear, it can be hazy, it can be bitter, it can be not bitter. It's like we struggle sometimes with I don't know if if calling something a New England IPA is still in vogue. Like is it a hazy IPA? Is it a New England style IPA? So for us like winds of change it goes all over the map. Like we'll have one that'll be cl- crystal clear and all Pacific Northwest hops and people will be like, "Oh, like that's not pure juice and I can't see through it. So, yeah, I would say first off that a, a great IPA is 
really around what the American IPA in terms of the, the hot profile you're trying to, to push. So I love a great West Coast and I love a great New England. I think Dan touched on it earlier, the clean beers, like uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, or the bright beers. I shouldn't say clean. We made a um, our, one of our next upcoming releases. We did a, yeah, a yeah, Bohemian right. Pilsner. The five-year anniversary beer for craft beer seller Plymouth. Again, back to Brett's earlier point, like the risk we take with that because they're the I know Pilsner because I drink fuzzy yellow beer that tastes really easy to drink. And then there's these complex, you know, you go through your German Pilsners, your Czech Pilsners. For a, a Czech, you know, premium pills lager or premium pale lager, it's supposed to have a pronounced bitterness but not be overly assertive it's supposed to have a big cereal flavor so those to me are the those are the fun ones to make i'm obviously it's like eight nine weeks into the making and you're thinking like god i hope this beer is going to be good three four turns of, of of hazy ipa that i could have sold for tatum for her anniversary it was going to be her release at the store um party at speedwell they were going to buy some kegs so we were looking forward legend. to, we're going into beer garden season. We're going to have a great Pilsner to, to sell. Now we're trying to figure out, like, we want to still capture some of that lightning in the jar to be like, we've got Absolutely. three fronts to sell this beer on, but you also have to move it. And and and, and we might just have to put it out 100% in cans. We're telling you, put that shit in cans. People will buy it. People will buy it. Because uh, if I, you, people are dying for that beer. Like, I go, as you start, as it starts to get warmer, People are dying to find that beer. And th- th- again, if anyone, I mean, there could be five people listening to this. There could be 500. Who knows? But like if people are listening, the point is don't be afraid to go in and say, I like Miller Lite. Give me something that's from around similar. here that's going that's going to be similar and get into that style and then introduce into that and, and have those beers because those beers – are easy to drink, but there's there's complexity to it. And then as you start to hear, if you have a guy like Brett who says, like, look, these guys are in a this 750 square foot spot in Plymouth, and they're they're doing what the big guys are doing, but it's only better, and it's just as clean. Aloha. People are gonna buy that beer. Aloha. They're gonna buy that beer. You know it's great. You know it's great, and and we've talked about this, and 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 I I, I thank Scott Lucia for converting me. But when I got introduced to craft beer. I I was Pilsner. My favorite beer was Bog Eye and Hell's Lager. Like it was, I I just loved it. All the Mervs. Uh, That's a good beer. Yeah, I, I, was, I was depending on the batch. I was, but, I yeah. was Pilsner, Hell's Lager. I was Czech style. I, I was all that stuff. It and I call them lawnmower beers because there's nothing like when you get off the lawn and you get off your ride on. You sit down in your patio and you just you just slam down a four point nine percent Hell's Lager or a Pilsner and or a Kolsch even. I love Kolsch. So I I would promote I would promote that and push that and, and that's, fun. that's, I mean, that's I, what this um this podcast is about is to educate people on that stuff. I was joking stuff. about so it earlier. Go back in no matter what. Like Yelp, that, that, that's that's good shit. Like it's definitely a barometer of what. It, even if I I get the you know the the, the one off you know there's there's a notorious untapped user in the South Shore who, who drinks cider and she destroys ratings on any beer that's not cider. Putting her aside, like looking at what people are are digging, like when I looked at like our, our top five, six beers, we've got a, a couple of, of, of our Goza Well 
one blueberries and toasted almonds, boysenberry, Parade Giants. Like all these beers are, are four, three or higher. Like people are, are into some of the funkier stuff. Third in line, 4.28 Snowbirds, a 4.22 Vader, 4.21 Winds of Change. Like it took seven beers to get down to like one of our, one of our, you know, double IPAs. Like these are all the funky beers up top. That's right. Our Irish Stout is a 4.31. Like there, it's just people do recognize traditional beers as well as the, the envelope that's pushing good. ones. And, and that's why we're glad now, you know, we've got the brewery on Helen street. We've got the capacity for 13 lines here. We always try to mix it up. The new brewery on, on main street that we're going to open later this year our, our goal there is going to be all small batch, all on-premise, like taproom only. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm really excited for that. Like, Looks you know, like- as we've grown, now that we've brought Joe on, you know, Joe's doing a lot of the brewing. Yeah, cool. Hans is kind of overseeing that. You know, six months ago, that was me and Hans. And I'm excited to go, you know, we've got another location opening where we can do small batch stuff. And it's not only just like, you know, we want to make uh, – I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, a, a double block. Like that's not a beer style that we would sell seven barrels of, you know, we're talking about like these other big beers, like the, the quad sure. and these other ones that are moving, but we can go down now and brew on this, this other, this other brew house and be doing the styles. If Hans and I did have an argument about how, which way to brew a beer, we can both brew it and see who's right. So I'm excited to be down the street of like, all these different styles we can bring to market. There you go. Tying this together, what are we doing with two breweries? Howland Street right now is we have outdoor, pet-friendly. That's kind of what we think will become more of a summer weekend-type spot, whereas Main Street will become more specialty beer, like I said, taproom-only more experimental stuff so we're going to get into some really weird the fruited beers and things like that that we're into like we can go off the charts down there Howland street will do more of the canning more of our distro production whereas main street's going to become our the canvas we can we can paint on with with without consequence because if it's great it moves quickly and it's something that we can move up to Howland for larger scale production if it sucks it's gone so quickly nobody knows yeah. about it then we've also got a, a, a kitchen aspect of, of the new location. So we loved having food pop-ups on Howland Street, especially in the summer when we can set somebody up outside making tacos, empanadas, arepas, whatever it was, like killing it with the food, paired well with the beer. We're going to have a full-time pop-up now on Main Street. Small kitchen built in the back of the space. Great partners for that. So they, uh, Kogi and Plymouth, they were like, hey, we, cool. we, that's all right. cool. well, that's, that's 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 their 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 base but now they're like for some other artistic extension of what they're doing and gogi means whether it's korean by the way burritos tacos <laughs> tater tot poutine croquettes whatever like we've we're gonna have that kind of uh complimentary it's another facet of the tap room we're not trying to open it we're not trying to open a restaurant we're opening a tap room that's got a, a permanent food pop-up that complements the beer. The menu changes on the food as quickly as it changes on the on the beer. Well, that's the thing because our I, our 
like I said, just, at the start of the call. Just enough for the people, to, people to come to, to have something when they're enjoying beer, the group. Beer is great because beer beer reaches people from all over. Beer can be male. You know, we got someone today from North Carolina that that reached out to us for some beer. Beer beer kind of transcends all the zip yeah, codes. Yeah. Those people will come here and then they'll say, "I enjoyed the beer. Now where will I eat?" So our mission is to bring people to this town and yeah, come to see us, but go hit the different local restaurants. And, and that's ultimately, you know, over said, or it's said over and over again is the whole rising tide lifts all, lifts all boats, but that's where we're at. I mean, Plymouth is such, there's so many good options here. Well, that's, you're, you're, in, you're in a great spot. You're in a great spot and that helps. Yeah. I really appreciate your time. I, I think this is awesome. I, I hopefully people enjoy this. Um, we, we will definitely want to have you on again, have Hans on if he can make it. We want to do some other brewers as well in the South Shore scene. Um, and we just want to promote good beer and we want to promote, you know, stuff outside of IPAs, but, but just, you know, just <laughs> the local craft beer scene. And we want to, we want to push it Thank to you guys. And, and I think it's awesome that, um, that, Hey, you, you are our, flagship our pioneer brewer uh 100 kudos to you i appreciate that yeah nice job brian go get some go get some all right thanks for joining us that was great uh thanks to kenny and and all the guys down at Second One, they're, they're doing some great stuff. Can't wait to get back into their tap room or, or both their locations and uh, sample what they have going on. It's really a neat place, so check it out. There may be another episode that comes out with Kenny. We uh, we kept drinking, and then later in the night we started talking about hops, and I hit record, and we'll, we'll see how that comes out, and there, there may be some, some good hop talk. If I can pull it out of the files, we'll see. We've also got... Kyle Hansen from Untold Scheduled, so you'll be seeing that in a couple weeks. We're going to get him uh, on the podcast and talk about brewing and what they're doing down in Situate and Untold, and we're really looking forward to that. So if you want to get notified of that, hit the subscribe button, give us a like, and uh, please give us suggestions if for who you want to hear or neat things that are going on. We're always looking for good ideas and want to give our listeners you know, what you want to hear. We, we appreciate your comments, good and bad. Looking forward to doing more of this. All right. Well, thanks. Cheers. Go get some.